Hi, you're listening to a Bossy Short with Lisa Schinninger and Julia Dumay. And uh, welcome back, everybody. After our uh, hiatus, we're going to ease back in with a short and we're going to be talking about uh, the Annie remake, which we both just saw yesterday as we're recording this and have many, many feelings on, at least I do. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's that's what we're talking about for the moment. And we're going to talk more about musicals in general later this week. Uh, Lisa, how did you like it? I really liked it. I thought um, like the buzz going into it wasn't wasn't very good, but those people are crazy. I don't know what they're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, they are nuts. That was fantastic. It was so good. It was so cute. Um, I, oh, I loved it. And we'll talk in a, a minute. Um, I don't recall ever watching the original as a kid. Um. Oh, that's sad. My sister and I had multiple discussions. Like, we were like, did I? I couldn't. Did I? (laughs) Like, but like, you know, so much of it just from being like a person in the world um, in the 80s in America. Yeah, (laughs) Um, sure. Like, and I think we probably sang some songs in choir. So I wasn't like devoted to the story the way that other people might have been. Um, So would you, would you, did you, I know you loved it, I bet. I, yeah, I really enjoyed it a lot um and i you know we'll talk a little more about this probably at some point but um i thought it worked for me really well as a remake um we've talked before about remakes and adaptations in general and um you know just for me i didn't want a shot for shot remake um i mean as much as i love you know i was like well if it's shot for shot remake that's that's fine. It'll be, you know, it's still going to be really enjoyable because Kovan Janae Wallace is fantastic and the music is great. So if it is just a straight shot for shot remake, that's, that'll be fine. But, um, it really did kind of do new things. It made, it was actually for me a lot funnier in many ways than the original was. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I mean, that's not a slam on the original. I'm very fond of that, too. Um, but I found it, there were several points in the remake where I was just cracking up in my seat because it was, it just had a really interesting sense of humor and it had, it was definitely recognizable as a remake, but it was also really doing its own thing as well, mm-hmm. um, which for me is always a good re- good sign in a remake. Yeah, I agree. Um, I had, like I said, I hadn't watched uh, the 1982 version until yesterday, actually. I watched it right before I went and saw nice. the new one. Um, and I found them both really charming. Um, and I, Kovajanae Wallace, um, I hope I'm saying that right, Um she just is adorable. Um, yeah. But there was, there oh. was what I do have, well, I had a couple of quibbles because I always do, but, um, yeah. Like, yeah. It just, first of all, I said on Twitter last night, <laughs> I still wish Jay Z had played Daddy Warbucks. Like, yeah. How amazing I, that Yeah. Been. That would have been great. Um, not that, not that, um, you know, it wasn't good without him, but just that level of just what the fuck. That would have been like, yeah. so crazy. Um, the thing that I threw out that really bothered me, though, was, um, how produced the music sounded. Like, mm. you know, you get that, like, um, it's almost like a metallic edge to a voice that's yeah. been mixed too much. Um, yeah. And, like, it was just really prominent. And, like, the sound mix was a little weird. Like, I could hear the music much better than the singing in a lot of 
Yeah, Same. the mixing was not always super. Yeah, and like especially watching it right after the the original, um, like those the voices are like unrestrained in the original. Like the kids yeah. sound like kids. It sounds they're really bright and you know not. Um, it's not the greatest singing in the world a lot of the time, and they but they sound like <laughs> children do. Like they sound like the kids who came in and did caroling at work. Like they were in yeah. the cafeteria, and it was like a cacophony. Like they just their <laughs> voices they're so loud, they're so piercing, and it's just like um like there's something really joyous about hearing that. Um, yeah, that was kind of missing I thought from from the new version. Um, but yeah. I like the changes that they made. Like it it makes more sense like they have this this foster parent um instead of an orphanage like those don't really exist yeah. anymore in the same way like where it's like a workhouse also um mm. um so i really did like the changes and i there was one thing that i i really liked um is that annie can't read like yeah that was interesting like i don't i don't like it but it's a really like you said an interesting choice to make that happen um because then yeah. she becomes a survivor in a different kind of a way. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, and, but then, I'm sorry, we'll I, talk some more about, um, like, what we like about it. But it just, there was one other difference between the two. Um, like, in the first one, when Annie moves in with, with Daddy Warbucks, her life is, like, demonstrably bettered by the experience. Like, she yeah. learns new skills. Um, she's given material goods that that are also a means for her to better the lives of her friends um hmm. like which translates a little bit into the new version like annie's very much about helping her friends before helping herself um but it when she moved in with daddy warbucks it was all about things you know yeah like until they introduced the the she can't read um there's not really any like she's not learning any new skills she's not learning any um anything really she's just moving in with this rich guy and then she gets to go do rich people things um yeah that's interesting that's an interesting point i had not watched the original in a couple years so um i had not really recalled that that is that is an interesting point um yeah i felt like that was a very cool thing to kind of end I wasn't sure about it mm-hmm. that when it was revealed Annie was illiterate, I was like, Oh, I don't know. Yeah. But they sort of, and they do several points in this movie. One thing I really enjoyed was that there were some points where they seemed to be kind of making pretty sharp commentary mm-hmm. there. It was very, very sharp at several points. I was like, wow. There was, um, and they, I'm sorry. Do you remember, point- um, there was a, I, I don't know if you remember, but it just jumped out at me. There was a thing where an, a reporter said to, um, said to, uh, Stax, he's not Daddy Warbucks in this version, <laughs> um, which I missed, but, uh, a reporter said, can a rich man run, or can, can a businessman really run this city? And I was just like, oh, I think we know what Jay-Z thinks of Bloomberg, yeah. like. <laughs> Dang, yeah. Was um, really and- pointed. Yeah, or like, I mean, the very beginning, like in the first two minutes where Annie's giving her FDR report, she's like, oh, basically, the depression was just like now, except without the internet. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. Oh, yeah. Damn. And you, um, you kids in the front row, your life is better, but your life was always better. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was, that was very interesting. Um, and I, so I, and they pointed out, like, when that illiteracy thing came up, somebody says, like, 
look, the system fails. A lot of people, mm-hmm. a lot of kids just fall through the cracks. Um, and I was like, oh, you know, and I, so I liked it, but I felt like they didn't quite work that in. Yeah. Um, as, as smoothly as they could have. Um, there were like a couple hints at it earlier in the movie, um, that she had that she couldn't read. There were like, but, um, it was not quite, I think, as heavily foreshadowed. Yeah. Um, at least thinking about it now, I may, you know, I've, I'm cert- almost certainly going to watch it again because I loved it. Um, so maybe I'm wrong, but, uh, as I recall, it kind of came it almost seemed to come out of nowhere. So I think they could have worked that in a little more smoothly. Yeah. And like you said, shown how this has the potential to really change her life and make her life better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, and that was, I mean, that's like my big, like I really, really liked it. And I thought it, Oh yeah. And it holds together well as a movie, I think. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, the characters are cute. I even, um, when we were watching the original, um, I, it was actually like, I think I'm reacting to this movie wrong because I'm not having the reaction <laughs> that I would have had as a kid where Miss Hannigan is like this evil, you know, woman where I'm like, I have a lot of sympathy for Miss Hannigan. Like, yeah, she's in a tough position and like her life has not turned out the way that she wanted and she's made some bad choices. But like, she's not the monster that I probably would have thought she was when I was like six years old, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, even when I was six years old, I remember sort of having a fair bit of sympathy Mm -hmm. for her. And at the end, and I liked in this movie, I got to say, like, obviously, Quavonjane Wallace is great. I, she's fantastic. Um, so I can't say enough good about her, but one of the best performances in the movie for me and most surprising was Cameron Diaz. Cause when I heard about her, I was like, about her being Miss Hannigan, I was like, I don't know about that, but I loved her. Uh-huh. I, she had some of the just the best comedy in the movie and, in some ways, I didn't like sort of her redemption as much as I do in the original, but I thought they also managed to do her justice and kind of show that she is, yeah, kind of in a really crappy situation as well. And she's somebody who ended up in a bad situation herself and did not handle it well and took it out on other people, um, but who also manages at the end of the day to become kind of a, a to remember what she wanted to do and to to succeed and turn her life around as well. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I I thought she was great. Um at I, I, I thought she really pulled that off in a way I was not sure she would. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. Um that like she's given so clearly a failure point that she's identified mm. for herself. Um and that her life still revolves around that failure point. Um I thought that was that was really cool. And then I also just really liked um the interplay with her and I cannot think of what his character's name was. Um and unfortunately I also can't think of his real name because he's always <laughs> he's always Angel from Dexter to me. Like oh. uh Lou, Lou in the movie, he's Lou. Oh yeah. Um, but I really liked that relationship also that like even Miss Hannigan has somebody who believes in her. Yeah. You know, and it was just really nice to see that. Like, that's a really great lesson for kids to have. Um, yeah. You know, even if you're, you make terrible choices, like there's, if there's, you know, there's still always going to be somebody who thinks you're great. Like, 
Yeah. That was really neat. And that it's never too late to turn right, around. Right, right. And you, you know, like, you, it's not just like you're disappointing someone else. It's like you're disappointing yourself and like, yeah. The, and you, maybe you can't always see that there's somebody there who's supporting you um, or appreciate it. And I just thought that was really nice, like a little extra lesson on top of the yeah. usual Annie lesson. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I thought it was just just really cute. It was, yeah, I, like, I went in, it was a, and I, like, tweeted right before and right after the movie, and I couldn't believe, like, the difference in my mood, because mm-hmm. it was a rainy, you know, it's January, it's a Saturday afternoon, I don't know what I was thinking, <laughs> and I was, it's the middle of the afternoon, the movie theater is at a mall, and it was rainy, it was one of those days where the weather is, like, not bad enough to keep people from going out at all, mm-hmm. but just bad enough that they want to go to the mall or to the movies, so it was completely packed, and I was like, I don't know what possessed me to think I would get through this without <laughs> wanting to burn everything down when I first sat down. And then it was utterly like the difference it made to my mood coming out. I'm like, it's possible I'm going to be in a good mood all week oh, from this movie because I just had so much fun. Good. Yeah, that's great. I did see yeah. that on Twitter and it was really funny because you walked in, you're like, yeah. I'm going to murder everyone. You got out like, life is beautiful. Yep. That was about how it went. That was, so yeah, there you go, listeners. That is, that is my take on That's it. That's a recommendation. Is, if you right need there. to pick me up, then go see the new Annie. Uh, yeah. And it's in theaters now. And then the original Annie, the 1982, it's not the original, but the 1982 version is available on Netflix streaming. Um, I think it might also be on Amazon. Um, but you can watch it there. And I am going yeah. to talk a little bit more about the uh, the 1982 version in our long episode this week. Excellent. Yes. So something to look forward to. All right. All right. <laughs> 